Welcome back to another edition of It's Raining Mets. Meteorologist Ed Russo here. And Ed, it's Tom Russell over here. It's great to uh, catch up with you once again. Yeah, and uh, Tom, I saw you for the first time last week. And <laughs> in person, in person. In person, uh, with mask. And uh, Tom, you look the same. With a mask. <laughs> with the same. Uh, yeah, with, with a mask. You have not changed a bit. You look the same uh, uh, as when I last saw you. You uh, you look the same. Uh, such a handsome devil yourself. So Thank way you. to go. Thank you, Tom. I really appreciate that. Really appreciate <laughs> well, this show is getting off to an awkward start. <laughs> uh, anything else on your mind, Tom? No, I'm done with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well I, I will say this, and uh, we're so glad that you uh, joined us here on the podcast because now we have something to talk about. You know, and we had we had something to talk about last week too. I feel like this is deja vu. I mean, that storm, you know fizzle to drizzle but uh you know it was uh i feel like we we're talking about hey second half of the weekend early next week we're watching something yeah yeah you know? that, that did fizzle a bit but we you know for the first three weeks of january literally nothing was going on it was warmer than average there were no storms uh but we did warn that the end of january was going to be a different story and that's where we are yeah yeah and uh it looks like this will continue as we head into the last few days of january even into the the early part of February, but yeah, we've got we've got kind of a uh, we're getting hit uh, in two different ways by winter. Uh, the cold, you know, right. if you haven't been out, you know, if you've been outside the past, you know, twenty four hours, you know how cold it's been with the winter. Really cold. Mm -hmm. And then we've got a winter weather set up early next week. Well, and, and I want to give you props. Out. I want to give you props because I think last uh, podcast you talked about uh, this Pacific River of air that, uh, you know, these storms that enter the Pacific Northwest end up being storms for us on the East Coast. And this past week, we really saw an impact on the West Coast uh, with wind. They were talking, you know, hurricane force winds uh, along the Western Pacific Coast and then um, rain. But more importantly, they got a nice healthy dose of snow. So uh, the high desert, the places in northern Arizona, Vegas sell snow. Mm -hmm. And you say, well, that's not that unusual. It's not, but it's really important that they get that snowpack that helps them through the drier months of the year. Yeah, so yeah, that's that's crucial. Yeah, it helps feed the rivers. And, yep. and the other thing that, you know, these Pacific storms have been doing, I'm kind of going off on a tangent here, but they've been producing some phenomenal big wave surfing in Hawaii. <laughs> Really? Oh, Hawaii. Yeah, the North Shore of Oahu. You know, when you hear all everybody, you know, surfers, and you watch, you know, surf movies like right. uh, Riding Giants or Endless Summer, um, people refer to the North Shore of uh, the North Shore, which is the North Shore of Oahu. That's where you get your some of your biggest wave surfing in in America, and those Pacific storms and active Pacific jet really really cranks up the surf season in Hawaii. These, That's I've really seen cool. some big, big waves out there. Scary. All right, what's what's big in, in Hawaii terms? Like how like many? 20 feet, 20, 25 wow. feet, you know? Wow. Now, you're an avid surfer. Have you ever done anything in that size no. range? No. I mean, I've gotten overhead. Uh, where, where the curl comes over your head, is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah, but wow. usually I haven't been able to, like, when the curl comes over your head, you get tubed. We call it you get tubed. Right. Um, or it's also called the green room. Um, unfortunately, I love surfing, but I'm not, not. I'm not like a great surfer. I, mm -hmm. I, I'm never able to come out of the tube. I always get sucked in. It, and it, out. it 
It certainly is an amazing skill. It's and an amazing experience, though, being surrounded by water that just curls uh, around you like that. I can't imagine it. That's got to um, be almost uh, an existential or sound. Yeah, yeah, sound. like a that's a whole different level. I yeah. would love to to do that sometime. But um, so now with this pattern, this active pattern in place, the cold air in place, things get interesting for us. So as we record this, we're experiencing the coldest air yet of the season. Um, and, and as you alluded to, mainly because of the winds, the wind chills in the, in the single digits. And because winter hasn't been that bad, it really is, uh, you know, slapped to the face a little bit as far as the cold, right? I know it's, uh, you know, I, I was, um, I was driving my car early this morning and I was dreading pumping gas. <laughs> you know, it's one of those That's things true. where you think about how you have to pump gas and you don't want to stand outside in the cold. Right. So right. it's one it's kind of one of those days. Because the wind has a bite to it. I mean, it really yep. makes it feel worse. It cuts right through. And you and you bring up a an, a little known weather phenomenon that somehow, some way, it's always windier when you're pumping gas. Why is that? <laughs> you know, it, 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 is it a perception or is there something it's like wind being uh, blown through the pumps underneath the, <laughs> underneath the overhang. I don't it, know. It, it's probably just a, a perception thing, but it always seems that way, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, I literally sit in my car, I wait for the gust. I'm like, okay, that gust isn't going to happen for another five minutes. Get out, <laughs> and then an even stronger one arrives. Face. Well, I know what everybody wants to talk about is the uh, the storm that's coming uh, on Sunday into Monday, and this one. Uh, I'll kind of give us this launching point. It's it feels a lot like the storm that we saw in December. Yeah. Now it is, you know, January, late January. So, um, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw more snow out of this. Um, I'm talking about with respect to the storm. I mean, I I, I think it's I I think what I want to say here is I'm not expecting more than what we got in December. Mm. I could see this being a mostly snow event with some wintry mix in there, meaning we're not going to go over to a six to 10 hour period of, of wintry mix. Cause you know, in late January, we are looking at, uh, usually we deal with less of those precip type events since we're kind of deeper into the winter. But at the same time, we're also finding ourselves once again on that line where, um, as you mentioned, we start out as snow. But what happens is the, the inland low pressure transfers energy to the coastal low. And in that process, you draw in some warmer air. And depending on where that coastal low sets up, you could be a little warmer than you might like. So I may disagree with you a little bit in the fact that I think we're going to be in that mix again longer than snow lovers would like. And, yeah. you know, I, I still see snow at the onset, but it's not going to be in that eight to 10 range that we saw from our other storm. It's going to be more like three or four inches change over. And then what's going to be interesting about this is we're going to get another wraparound of cold air changing things back to snow on Monday. So what, what kind of accumulation do we get out of that part is a big question for me. Yeah, I think, I think really what I was saying is I wouldn't be surprised if we ended up seeing more of a snow event than more of kind of a half and half situation that we dealt with in December. But as it stands now, yeah, I agree with you. I think we're going to see a, an extended period of wintry mix with this. I think. That's yeah. What so say. We're, we're talking from Sunday all the way through Monday. It may not even wrap up to early on Tuesday. Right. That's a, that's a long duration storm. It is. It is. So, 
Uh, and these kind of these kind of storms are so tricky because you have the precip type problem, yep. and then you have the low transferring to the coast. And as that happens, you can end up going through an extended period where it's not doing anything. It's not right. That's a really good point. Yep. You know, that's a really good point. You get something else called the dry slot, which is the dry intrusion part of the storm where it shuts off precipitation. So there's just I mean, do you remember that? Do you remember that from the December storm? That was a big, huge thing. I remember either texting you or emailing you going, check out this dry slot, this wedge of dry air that really made a big difference in that storm. It did, you know, and and a little further north, you know, the the precipitation kept going. The dry slot kind of stalled over parts of central PA, which, you know, that 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 can really put a bust in a snowfall forecast. Well, and I think it's going to play out a lot like it did in, in in December, where the heaviest snow was north of I-80. And I think you were telling me, was it Binghamton, New York, that got 44 inches? Is that right? Yeah, and there were some spots in Bradford County, PA, that got over 40. Yeah, so I, I think this is going to be a similar situation, especially with the, the formation of the coastal low, where, you know, maybe from Hazleton through the Poconos, they right. get the bulk of this thing uh, and we just get on the lower end uh, I, I think we should emphasize it's going to be a, a pretty significant winter storm uh, one thing that helps us is that it initially falls on Sunday where hopefully folks aren't aren't doing much um, but Monday's going to be a real mess yeah and you know it, it is a long duration storm which might make you think well if it's longer duration it, you know we could get more out of that possibly yes but you know if I remember correctly I actually think the December storm was stronger it had it looked like it had you know stronger banding features in it than what i would agree with that you know the, the one that's coming up here yeah it's longer duration but you know it's a it's obviously a could be a significant storm but i i don't it, it doesn't look like we see the real heavy right. i'm not seeing the big heavy banding potential um with this one at least three days out that i was with the one back in december i would agree with that yeah, and and so. And like you said, you get more of an intermittent precipitation. So, yeah, maybe really coming down hard for some snow for, you know, an hour. But then the next hour, it's it's barely precipitating. And, and the same when you get to that mix where, you know, even this past week with the other storm, a lot of times that precipitation is really kind of a fine mist, almost like a, a frozen drizzle, we call it, or frizzle. Snizzle. Um, yeah. <laughs> snizzle. So I, I could see that happening for a period of time, too, where, you know, radar is barely picking up on it, but you go outside and it's kind of getting icy, you know? Right. You see, this is this is, this is is the problem. Well, it's not necessarily a problem. It's a challenge. It's fun. But this is, this is the issue behind winter storms in this part of the country. You know, if you live in Fargo, North Dakota, I mean, I lived there for a year. When you get winter events in- It's all winter, no it's question. It's all winter, it's all, most, most of the time it's all snow. Like December, right. January, February, if you're getting winter precipitation in the upper Midwest or the Great Lakes, more often than not, it's gonna be snow. You know, right. in Pennsylvania, so many of our storms, I don't know the exact percentage, but I would say more than 60% um, have mixed precipitation and that always makes it more challenging to forecast. I think people, um, think that, you know, the same level of skill required to forecast a sunny day is the same level of skill when you're forecasting a winter storm. And it's just, not, you know, <laughs> no, it's not, you know, it's confidence, not. you know, con- I, my, you know, confidence in how this storm is going to pan out right now is low. 
you know? I, well, I, you know, I, I, I disagree with that a little bit. I, I, I have a pretty good inkling, and, and a lot of it is instinct. A lot of it is seeing it over, over a period of time. Um, but we always had this saying in weather that the trend is your friend. So what's been happening is likely to to happen, in, <laughs> excuse me, in the future. So I feel pretty good that, you know, we know it's going to change over. It's just how long is that changeover period right. and, and what we're really you know when i say my confidence is low i'm really talking about like specific snow amounts right Especially right three, and that's what everybody wants to know three days out. Like that's, that's, <laughs> the, that's the pizza there okay you know that's, that's yeah the prize yeah you're right want to know uh but we just we just don't yeah well and, and the other thing is just perception so you know we had a non-winter last year this one's a little frustrating, although we did have a decent storm in December. Um, but people get that perception, oh, this is the way it always is. No, if you go back five years, we had the largest snowfall ever uh, in January of 16. Yeah. We dropped over 30 inches of snow. So um, it's just the ebb and flow of, of weather over time like that. So, you know, those big snows are they're in the works, maybe not this year, but maybe next year, you know. So I, I don't like people to get uh, discouraged and say, ah, we never get those big snows anymore. Sure we do. Yeah. You know, and I think it, you're right. It's perception. And I know back in the 1960s was a very snowy decade. In yep. Northeast. And yep. I think a lot of the, when people say, oh, it used to be so much snowier. Well, a lot <laughs> of those people are referring to their childhood when, yeah, sure. you were going through 10 years where Philadelphia had seven of those 10 years had a white Christmas. I mean, yeah, that's true. That's, 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 true. that's, that's when you look at the amount of white Christmases Philly has had, which is few and far between seven in a decade. That's crazy. So that was a decade where it was seemed to be abnormally snowy. And a lot of people that had that perception, you know, rightfully so grew up, you know, when it actually snowed every yep. winter. Well, your formative years are so important. I always bring this up when I give weather talks is that, you know, when you're a little kid and you get eight inches of snow it comes up past your knee now as an adult you get eight inches of snow and it's just kind of a pain that you got to move out of the way to get to your car to go to work so your perception of of what eight or ten inches of snow is is when you're a little kid it's a blizzard when you're a big kid it's like ah oh, what a hassle today <laughs> you know yeah i mean think think what think what the think what two inches of snow is to an ant <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a blizzard it's, it's over their head it, it, but it, it, so much of this that we're talking about is psychological. It, it right? is, so it is, you know, and, and that's a great point you bring up, Tom, because I remember Blizzard of 96. Yeah, that was obviously a huge storm. But I remember just walking up a little bunny hill on my property, on my parents' property. It took a long time, you know. <laughs> and, yeah, it was easier for them because they were obviously much taller, my parents. But for me, I, you know, that was up past my – that was like almost up to my shoulders, <laughs> it's true yeah. all right uh before we finish let's touch on moving forward i see lots of ups and downs uh temperature swings yep. in february um you know we're kind of seeing that now where you go for almost 51 day to 30 the next day so more of that continues and i do think this more active pattern continues you agree yeah and remember um february is our snowiest month so if you still are like disappointed over the way winter's been going, there's still opportunity in February and even into the early part of March. And don't forget, we get to see what uh, Puxatani Phil yes, says on the second. Keep overlooking him. 
<laughs> well, it's virtual this year, so it doesn't have the same uh, doesn't have the same ring to it. But uh, that's coming up uh, in the in the coming weeks. So, all right. Well, we'll look forward to our snowy pattern, or at least our more active pattern, and uh, and lots of swings. So, always appreciate your input, my friend. Yeah, you too, Tom. Thanks for listening to It's Raining Mets.